Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but my name is Dechanel and I am your host and you are listening to the Girl I Need a Podcast. I am so excited to be here, be back in action. Man, I feel like what happens is all of a sudden I just get distracted and I would think about y'all. I do. I think about y'all almost every day, if not every day. If not every day, I don't think about this podcast, but um, just sitting down and I guess putting pen to paper sometimes get hard and... I feel like this is a place of transparency, so I'm going to be really honest with y'all. I think life for the past, like, was it last week or week before? Anyway, there was one week where it's like reading my Bible was so unbelievably hard. And I guess nothing, well, I'm sorry, like, to tell y'all, like, but that was just a week of, a week of, like, no devotion. Because I was just like, this is, this is so difficult for no reason at all. Um, nothing had happened. I guess I just woke up on a random day and the spirit wasn't spurred like my spirit. My, I'm talking about me. It, it was gone and my flesh was like, no, we're not reading. And that was it, I guess. I don't know, but you come to challenges like that. Like I said, sometimes there's nothing that happens. You just go through it. And I'm never going to tell you just ride the wave. Mm-mm. I'm going to say, try your best to get out of that rut and do what you have to do. There are certain things I have in place that I do anyway on my spiritual walk that even when like um, situations do get like that, I still do anyway. So, I mean, yes, I was talking to God. Yes, I was praying. It just it looked different and it felt different and I didn't like it at all. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but like when I'm not reading in my word or not in my scripture as much, I act different. Like things irritate me a little bit, a little bit quicker than they would. Um, and in my mind, I'd be like, dang, why is this so, why is this so irritating right now? And then I'd be like, oh, did I read my Bible this morning? Or did I read my Bible today? I don't know if that happened to y'all, but that happens to me. So I felt like I couldn't come and talk to y'all. Um, and I know it's been a long time, but especially like halfway through, like, like I said, I think about it, but if, if I'm not, if I don't feel like I'm like reading my Bible or where I should be, even if it's just like a scripture a day, like, you know what I mean? But if I'm not reading my Bible, if I don't feel equipped to come and share a message with y'all, then I'm not going to do it. I don't think that's right. I don't want, I don't want to be the source of where this information comes from. You know, I want the Lord and the Holy Spirit to guide and lead me in every one of these episodes. And I feel like if I'm reading the Bible and I come in here chatting, chatting, yeah, yeah, kiki, y'all would be like, bro, that was a, Honestly, it might be a good episode. Who knows? But the same thing, it wouldn't be. I feel like it's not what I was called to do. It's not the purpose. It's not what I intended to do. So let me tell y'all, if y'all hear my voice, that means the Bible is being read. And if you weren't hearing from me for a long time, even if I just literally distracted, because sometimes that happens. Sometimes I'm reading my Bible and just ain't, ain't posting. But um, just know that that is my heart. That's where I'm at. So yeah, two weeks ago, it was just one of those weeks. And I said, but right now, I'm getting back to a place of 
not perfect. I think I don't if anyone has a perfect devotion routine, great for you. I don't think mine is perfect. Hopefully one day, well I don't know if it'll ever be perfect, you know, but it get, it gets better and better with age or better and better with as you grow as a Christian, but hopefully one day it's good, like really 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 good. But right now I feel like this is like a little basic routine that I do, but keeps me going, you know, something just to meet with God um a day. But it could be better, 100%. But I'm working on that. So like I said, that's something I went through. Um, and today's topic, that was a long rant. Actually, let's pray really quick. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for the wonder that you are. I want to thank you for each girl that is listening. And Father God, please send your Holy Spirit to meet me right here where I am, where I am currently so that I would speak words that just mean something, but words that come from you were meant to be used by you for the betterment of your kingdom. Father God, work in my life, work in my heart, work in my mind. Help us to forgive, help us to move on, help us to be patient and kind and tender-hearted and loving to all the people that walk the earth, not just people who look like us, not just people who talk like us, not just people in our close inner circles, but the homeless man, the the man down the road, the random man we've never seen before, a girl who's crying, a girl who needs our help, a girl with a pretty smile, anyone we come into contact with, may we show them your love that flows deep within us because we meet with you daily, that we seek your face daily, that we, we are hungry and thirsty for you. And if that hunger and thirst ever goes away, Father God, I pray that you remind us just how good you are and you pull us to the side. Even if the isolation really breaks us, I'd rather us be broken with you, depending on you, than to be um, flourishing alone. Father God, I just want to thank you for your sweet spirit that reminds us of how good you are. Father God, I just want to thank you for who you are and where you're taking us and all you've done, all you've done in the past, all you're doing right now, and all you will do in the future. Please use my words. Please fill me with your spirit that my word would bless the girl that's listening. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So, um, thank you guys for joining me today. And this week, I'm not going to lie, this week to me has it's been an interesting week. Um, simply because, I'm going to start off, this is not the topic at all, but I feel the need to say it. Um, but what happened is, so y'all don't know this about me, but, um, well, y'all don't know this about me. Let's start on number one, I'm black. If you don't know that, I'm a black woman. I feel like y'all get hair that go. People say you can't have black people. I don't think that's true. I get hair a black person, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But um, I'm a black woman, and I live in a predominantly white area. Most places I go into, I am the only black woman. Most calls I join, the only black woman. Most friends group I'm in, I'm the only black woman. And I've been doing this for a long time, and it's never bothered me. It's never been an issue. I've never been, I've never felt any type of way towards any different thing. But I stopped really playing with my hair um, simply because of the thought that, number one, um, straight hair is what's it called straight hair is um professional and number two the fact that when i change my hair in any moment i get so many questions and they don't make me i don't feel comfortable as um i don't feel comfortable answering them and i don't think they are appropriate that's just something i deal with um every black woman is different but i feel like most women i've spoken to are closer or leaning closer to where i am in the sense of um, if you are not black, don't try to make it seem like you know so much about our hair because it doesn't come off the way y'all intend. Um, and that's just something, like I said, it just happened. I don't think y'all mean anything by it, but at the same time, it's just something that happens. And I'm not like the spoke person on race. I don't like talking about race because I do believe we're all one and unified 
and all the great things. But at the same time, it made me so uncomfortable because it kept happening. Like, all I want to do is be a furry black woman, you know, to change my hair. And all of a sudden, like, man, I was getting question after question after question. And the questions are not the issue. Please hear me. The questions are not the issue. It's the, either the way people ask the questions or the setting and they ask the question. I feel like if you want to know more about my hair, then wait until we're alone. And, and first of all, I say, hey, Dixon, can I ask you a question about your hair? I'm like, oh, sure, what's up? It's just me and you here. Um, and the thing is, too, if you asking to go tell somebody else, then you have a problem and God will deal with that. You got a problem deep, deep, deep within yourself. But if you asking just out of genuine curiosity. But people who ask, like, there'll be six of us standing there. And people will walk up to me and just ask me a question about my hair. And I'm like, bro, what's going on? Why here? Why now? What? Listen to what you're asking me and ask me and ask yourself if that is an appropriate question to just ask somebody in the front of, thing, um, of six people. And the thing is, people would ask me this and this would be the first time they're meeting me in life. And I'm like, this is a personal question you're asking me. Thank you for embarrassing me in front of everyone or trying to embarrass me. I don't know what your, what your purpose was, but that's how I felt. It just made me very uncomfortable. So child, I went off, y'all. I addressed some of my friends. I don't think I was mad. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. That's not the place. But I was so irritated, y'all. I was just, I just, it was the, the final straw that had broke the camel's back was because someone made a comment as to made it and they was intentional to just make it seem like the way they worded their comment, I did not like. And the great thing about it is this particular instance, it was just two, it was just three of us there. So it was just me and two other girls and one of the girls sat in front of us, but it was so uncalled for and the thing is I, I i consider i still consider this person a friend but in my mind i'm like what are you doing like what 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 was the purpose of that where are you trying to get at i don't know if you if that was supposed to be a compliment for real but it felt really backhanded and i personally didn't appreciate it so child y'all i pull everybody into the into the close friend group chat and i say y'all here's what's up i said this is what this is what is appropriate and this is what's not as appropriate and i hope no one was offended by it because i didn't mean to offend anyone i was just trying to stress the importance of how you need to be very very i think the word is cognizant a very you know you're just thoughtful of like what you're about to do or the setting you're about to do it in or the you know what i mean like just know that the person you're talking to is different from you so before you think or before you speak or before you act just ask yourself like yo is this appropriate to ask? That's all I'm asking. Like, think a little bit. Think about the setting. Think about the situation. And remember that Deschanel, or not even not even me, take me out of it. But remember, um, the black woman or the different person, you're, that's the, the, the person of a different race you're talking to, you, you might just be like, oh, I only asked him this question one time. But think about it. In my friend group, I'm the only black woman in so many spaces. So if I got to answer this questions like three, four times a day, at the end of the day, I'm tired. And y'all asked me in front of five other people. So everybody now knows my business on the street. Thank you for asking. So child, I was not pleased. Um, and like I said, my purpose wasn't like to do anything or offend anyone. But I just had to let everybody know that there's a time and a place. And please act accordingly. And I think my hope is that the next generation of mom and dads are aware of what is appropriate and what's not appropriate because... I feel like then we'll raise our kids to be a little better. You know what I mean? Like, and people always say, like, I don't think they know. But in my mind, in my mind, the questions that are just being thrown out, I feel like any, I feel like anybody should know, like, that ain't, this is not the time and the place to ask that. But hey, obviously I've been wrong before. But 
Chale went off. I think I think because I was so irritated, you could have heard in my tone. I said, "Do not ask." <laughs> I said, "It's just not okay." So, child. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, if you were brought into that friend group, fr- um, close friend group, and you saw what I said, that means I love you, and that means I want you to be correct. I want you to be um, just correct when you talk to different people of different folks of different all the different variations. I want you to have the correct meaning. If I didn't care about you, I'd leave you out. I'd have been like, go on, go on out there. Do I, you know what I mean? But I pulled you in. And I said, please get it right. Because if you ask me this again, it may not be a nice, soft answer, which I try to give at all times. And the thing is too, honestly, if you have ever caught me, like if you ever see me, or someone asks me about my hair or anything like that, that annoys me, I'm a great actor. So it's gonna look like I'm okay with the answer. And the thing is, too, I think you all notice about me, I'm very confident. So nobody could shake me in the front. Like, you won't shake me. I'm not going to let you see me shake. But when I go home, I be thinking about how irritated I was. And listen, this particular day, like I said, the irritation caught me early. It caught me early in the day. So I was like, guys, let me tell y'all. So, like I said, I corrected them. But hopefully, like I said, hopefully y'all can understand what I'm saying. It's like, just like, curiosity is okay. But at the same time, find that balance. Find the right space. Find the right time. Don't go out of your way to make a black woman or anyone else that's different from you uncomfortable. And this goes the same way for black people too. Don't go out of your way to make a white person uncomfortable letting them know that you know that this is this. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to say like, oh, I like your tan. Or if you're a black person, you could just say, oh my gosh, your skin looks so nice. You're radiating today, right? You don't have to say, oh my gosh, your hair, your hair, you don't have to say, oh my gosh, your hair looks so good. Um, no, you can just, you don't say, oh my gosh, your extensions look so great. You can just say, oh my gosh, your hair looks lovely. Like I said, like, think about what you're saying because when you say these things, it's not a compliment. It's letting people know like, oh, I know what you did. I know what you did to beautify yourself. Like, it's, you're not going to um, pass on by me. Like, what are you doing? What's the purpose in that? What's the intent? Like, inform me. Slide into my DMs on Instagram and please come and tell me and let's have a discussion because I need to know why you have to specify exactly what you see on people. Like, like, tell me why you have to get to, like, why you can't just give them a compliment. Make it nice and general. I like your hair. I like your nails. Like, nobody is going to say, I like your uh, fake nails or I like your acrylics. You're going to say, I like your nails. So it's the same thing with hair. It's the same thing with, like, you know what I mean? Like, just, just you know, give a compliment and just smooth over. That wasn't the point of this. But like I said, since I'm the spokesperson of the black community this week, let me speak up. Just this week. Don't catch me on another day, please. I don't, that is not my portion. But anyway, let's get it. If you made it this far, you're a good person because there's no way. Um, But the topic for today is be delusional until you make it. Like, I feel like that's the thing today. Um, The reason I say that is because I'd be telling myself all type of things. I'll be, and I'm not going to get specific because I don't want y'all to know all the things that I'm thinking in my head. Y'all be like, Dejanel, boy, you are delusional. But be delusional until it happens. And you have to start speaking things about yourself and acting like it's already happened. Because you don't want to be like, oh, I'll start, I'll start doing that at 30. By 30, you want to own it. You know what I mean? By th- or I'll start doing that at 38. By th- 38, you want to be that person. So in order to be that person at 38, you need to start practicing now. Um, it may, the budget may look a little smaller, the way may be a little differenter, the, the nights may be a little longer, but at the same time, be delusional until it happens. I used to tell people for the longest when I was losing weight or 
I don't even remember, like, something. I used to be like, I'm an athlete. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm an athlete. You know what I mean? And, like, people used to look at me and they chuckled. Because I think they genuinely thought I was joking. I'm like, bro, I'm not, like, bro. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm an athlete. But it was funny at the time because, you know, I didn't, like, they didn't know why I was working out every day. Like, they didn't see the benefits of it, but I saw it. And when people, when I say now I'm an athlete, like, no one's going to laugh at that. I mean, if they see me in person, they may laugh because they may not know, like, my gym routine. But any of my friends who follow me on Instagram and know my gym routine, if I say I'm an athlete, they're going to agree with me. They're going to be like, yeah, basically, because you work out five times a week. And that's what I mean, like, being delusional until it happens. The only person you have to convince you know what you're doing or convince you're going to do what you're going to do or convince you got it going on is yourself. I think a lot of times we want to step out of that box and be about our way and prove to the world that we have it going on. And if you want to prove to the world that you have it going on, by all means, go, go girl, go. But at the same time, just know without a shadow of a doubt that if you're praying and this is the vision and purpose that God's put on your heart. You don't have to prove it to anybody else but yourself. You don't have to be anything other than yourself. You don't have to do anything other than yourself. If you are studying two, three hours a night and you telling people like, I'm a lawyer. Nobody needs to know. No, like You don't have to prove to them that you're a lawyer because one day you'll be a lawyer because you're studying for that behind the scenes, closed doors. You know what I mean? So what I want to encourage you today is be delusional, as delusional as you want to be. If that, if, if that is telling people... Tell people if you want to tell people. If that's keeping it to yourself and convincing yourself and be like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, whatever. What do people say? Let's say, oh, let's go back to the athlete thing because that's already happened. I'm an athlete. And you got to tell yourself that every day. Tell yourself that every day. But be delusional until, you, until it happens. In the beginning, you're going to laugh. You're going to sound weird. It's going to be like, bro, I'm, what's with me and bro today? But you're going you're gonna to look in the mirror and be like, this sounds weird. This is funny because it's not true and you're going to feel uncomfortable. But break that barrier down until you feel comfortable, until you can look anybody in their eyes and say, this is what I've done. This is what I'm going to do. This is who I am. And nobody can stop me. Okay. I don't care who the person is. If they um, seem like they, you know, do this, do that. I don't, I know who I am. Okay. That's all. That's the only, literally, that's the only person I can really um, stand in the gap for or stand up and say, this is what I did. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to do and keep myself accountable. I can't speak for Jilly Jane. I can't speak for my closest friend. I can't speak for anybody else but myself. I can only speak for myself. You know what I mean? I can only speak for my actions. I can only account for them. I can only keep myself accountable. So with that being said, you have to be the one being delusional as extraordinary as you want to be as out there as you want to be with your future, with your purpose, with your life goals. And I understand that I'm talking there, but there's areas of my life. Remember, I always tell you, like, when I talk on this podcast, I'm talking to myself, but there's areas of my life where um, a lot of these things, um, like, I, I talk to myself, basically. And I'm talking to myself as well with this, because even though, like I said, I am very delusional, I want to keep being delusional, because the thing is, a lot of times, being delusional is, is easy when the, when the goal is, when the goal is, like, short, when, you, when it's, like, not a long goal, when I can be like, okay, I could be delusional for a year. I could be delusional for two years. Like basically a college degree, people in freshman year, they are delusional. You take on student loans if you do, if you don't have a full ride, if you have a scholarship or whatever. But listen, let's, let's say you, you're taking on student loans. You getting a college degree as a freshman, you are delusional. And people don't realize that, but you take out a bunch of student loans, just hoping and praying that you get a good job in the end of this. Not only that you get a good job in the end of this, that you actually finish it. Okay, that you magically or that you magically finish with that same degree that you hit off with. Like that's being delusional. 
myself, many of my friends, I think not all of my friends have finished with the degree that they set out to complete. But we all started as very delusional 18-year-olds with the dreams, with the visions, with goals. And that was a four-year dream. For people like myself, six years because I got two of them. But that's what I'm saying. Like, be delusional enough to take that first step, whatever it has you. What we need to remember, I get into the scriptures yet, but boy, I'm on a roll. So let's go. What we need to remember is that getting older and being delusional is very hard. It's, very, it's harder to believe in yourself the, the, early, the um, upper you go in life because the risk is all on you. When I was back in the day and you were 18, your parents was telling you to go to college. So it, in your mind, it was like, duh, I'm going to college. Oh, let me tell you this student loan. Ooh. But now it's like, we're 26 if you're at that. And it's like, okay, let's say, for instance, you wanted to start a new business. That risk is on you. So you got to find that LLC. You got to spend that money. You got to devote that time. No one else is telling you. No one else is aligning with you. So it's harder because you feel it now. You feel in the pressure. And if you don't have that spark, that ambition, that um, on that gunction, I don't know if that's the right word, but y'all know I'm going with it, to run out there and get it for yourself, nobody's going to get it for you. So I encourage you, I encourage you to be as delusional as you were at 18 when you started whatever you wanted to be. And if at 18 you had already given up, I want you to be as delusional as you were at 12 when you thought you were going to get married at 24. And if you want married at 24, well, go ahead. Be as delusional as you were when you were five and you thought you would be an astronaut. Like Be that level of delusional for your current dream. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. But at least you know you gave it your best shot. You believed in yourself to your absolute core and you knew no one was going to stop you. That's what I encourage you to do today because if you're not that level of delusional, nobody on earth is going to be that for you, okay? Um, so I encourage you to be that for yourself and have that level of confidence. Now let's get into some scriptures. So the scriptures, I have three for you. I felt like I gave you go point, points, points, points. And we're on 21 minutes, so let's hurry up. But let's not run through God's word. But the first one I want to give you is faith without works is dead. So don't be, don't, don't have the faith and no action. Remember when I told y'all I was telling people I was an athlete? I was working out. I was going to the gym. Come on now. The people in college, they studying. They in college. They ain't saying, I'm going to get a good job. And they sitting down. No, they say, I'm going to get a good job. But they're like studying to be lawyers, studying to be engineers, studying to be whatever, whatever. So doctors, y'all know the, y'all know the jobs. Y'all know them. So they're studying to be these things. People in med school, they study so hard. It's, they study such long hours. It's crazy. But like I said, it's faith that works is that. So yes, they have the faith that's going to, they're going to be doctors, but they're people on missions. They're people studying. They're people taking out, like not doing the social activity that everybody wants to do. Like um, they may be, especially RH too. Like I said, it's harder to believe in yourself the older you get. The risk in being a doctor is crazy because like I said, it's the taking out the student loans and also you watching all your friends study, study, on social media, fly across the country, take these trips. Um, they hang out with their friends on the weekends, going out to dinners, dressing up in the night. So you, they're watching us do all these things, but they really have to invest in themselves and be delusional enough to say, okay, this is not my now, but this is, uh, this is my upcoming. So whatever it is, as simple as it might be simple, it might be big, it might be like, man, I want to be, be a mom before I'm, I want to be a mom soon. Like you have to be delusional to go out and go on dates, you know, like simple as that, you know, it's simple just like that. So I encourage you to do that. So faith without works is dead. You can't say, man, I want to be a mom by 30. And every time somebody asks you on a date, you say no. Or worse, you refuse to leave the house. Or worse, you refuse to join a small group. Or worse, you refuse to even speak to men 
Come on, girlfriend, get out there. Whatever your dream is, go out there and take that first step. The second one thing I have written down here as scripture is write the vision, make it plain. You have to write your goals down. Guys, I struggle with this. Guys, I have so many goals up in my head and I just write them down. I just write them down. But you know what I just do? I just write them down. I don't look at them. The reason they say to write them down, right? Let me actually find it for y'all. But the reason they said to write it down is so people could see it and translate it. And I said to myself, you got to be able to see it, baby girl. It said, and the Lord answered and said, write the vision and make it plain upon top and upon tables that he may run that read it. For the vision is yet for an appropriate time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Oh, there it is. Though it tarry, wait for it. We talked about that earlier, taking the long Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So like he said, that he said, upon tables that he may run that read it. They should not let me read them. They should not write them down and close the book. Tell me, Sister Dish, how to make sense. Come on, tell us. Tell us we're listening. How to make sense. I thought so, Dish now. I thought so. So if you're listening to this, be better than Sister Dish. Because Sister Dish obviously doing her own thing. She only read part of the scripture. She only is remembered a part that say, write the vision, make it plain. Then she closed the Bible and she didn't read the rest. It says that they that read it, that may run. And yeah, that means basically if you, so when you read it, it would encourage you. It, it will encourage you to do better. So read them, write them and read them. I felt like I screamed that. I'm so sorry, especially if you, you know, wasn't expecting that. The last one I have for you is, you will declare, and this one, man, I have this like actually like on my laptop, but it says you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. And this is Job 22 verse 28. And I want to encourage you that to say like, you have to, the, uh, and it always says, the Bible always says um, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I feel like this is another like, um, a ver- not version of that, but like kind of get the same feel of it. But it says when you declare a thing like, when you speak that, when you think that, when you like, when you when you speak that, it's you're you're telling yourself that man, this is gonna be established for me. This is mine. This is what's to come. I don't have it now, but I will. I don't have it now, but I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna have it now, but I'm gonna prepare for it. I'm gonna have it. I'm, I don't. I don't have it now, but I'm gonna make space for it. I don't have it now, but I'm gonna believe in it. I don't have. I don't have it now, but I will achieve it. I don't have it now, but I know it's coming for me. Like you don't have to have things now to declare it. Declare things, especially if you buy yourself in your car, declare it. If you buy yourself in your apartment, declare it. Okay. You have to understand that one day you really going to live in the penthouse suite. Like it's just going to happen. Okay. And I'm talking to myself on that one. That's a, that's a, that's one I can let y'all know. But one day you really going to live in the penthouse suite and one day you really going to live out your dreams. But in order for that girl to happen, She's not just going to, I'm not, I'm sorry to tell you, but she's just not going to oh, open your eyes one day, you're going to be 40 and be living in that life. Like, no, you have to start now. You have to start those goals now, investing in yourself. Now, and this might be another topic for another day, but you don't have to start everything all at once. I think that sometimes when we go wrong, we write our five things down and we start five things at once. And by week two, we crash because it's too much. Ease yourself into it. I'm going to give you all an example, and um, it's about my weight loss journey, so if you're tired of hearing about that, please turn this off and run and close the book and whatever. But, um, but, but about that, it's like, I knew, I was like, I got to pick one. No, sorry, I started off with the gym, and I started off with working out. Sorry, I started, sorry, I started off working out, and I started off eating right. And 
by the end of week one, I said, what is going on? And I felt myself wanting to give up. And I said, okay, we got to choose one. And then I said, okay, Deja, now what we're going to do is we are going to just eat right. Let's just focus on that right now. Focus on one thing. Just focus on one thing for us. Give me one thing, Deja, now. Give me one. And I did that. And I lost my first 50 pounds. And I think I started going to the gym. Either when I lost my first 50 pounds or when I had hit like a plateau and I wasn't losing weight at all anymore. And I talked to my cousin, he told me to go to gym, but uh, that's not the part of the story. But the purpose of it is I felt myself giving up and I said, give me one. Did you not just give me one? You know what I mean? Or maybe God put it in my spirit. Probably, it was probably him because I, I don't think, I'm not that wise, but he probably dropped it in my spirit to say, you know, did you not just do one? Just do one, just do one because you're about to give up. Um, so that's what I want to encourage you today. Like take, give yourself grace, but be as delusional as you want to be. If you wake up in the middle of the night and decide you want to be the queen, do you work on that. You work on that until every kingdom tell you, ma'am, I'm sorry, you can't be the queen. Like, that's the level of delusion I encourage you to be, Adele. I'm not saying that's for me. I'm, I'm not going to go and do that. But I'm saying, like, if, you, if that is your passion, if you wake up in the middle of the night, like, you let you let them tell you no. It's like, you knock on the door and say, I, I need you to tell me no. Because honestly, being you could say that, I just marry somebody who has already gone in line to be king. And you might be like, oh, Charles and Harry taken. Sorry, not Charles. Yeah, William and all them taken, which is true. But there's other kingdoms. You just got to go and find them. And it might not be the best known kingdom, but it, it could be one. You know what I'm saying? That was wrong. That was random. And I know none of y'all listening to this could take that advice. But that's what I'm saying. I just want to encourage you to be that level of delusional. I know the best is yet to come. Bye, girl. Have the best weekend or week. See you next week. Bye.